This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, Fox and Stallion is offering special director's commentary to all Fable and Folly Plus supporters, still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Well, what are we waiting for? And I can't believe I actually get to say this. We've got a mystery to solve. God, that felt good. So, Dix, what's the rest of the day look like? Because there's a cheesemonger down at Burrow who's been avoiding me and I plan to make his life a living hell if I can't get my Stilton for the week. Madge, we don't have time for your dairy schemes today. We've got a mystery to solve. Indeed we do. And with that, I'm off. I'm sorry, you're what? Why did no one mention they had to leave so soon? What do you mean, you're off? James, we have a case to solve! Yes, we do. However, I have a matinee to get to, and I'm sorry to say, but it's been on the books significantly longer than the case you just picked up. Oh, is it? Tell Archie I said hello. But, no, that doesn't make sense. Your matinee isn't until Friday. It is Friday. Well, who even goes to matinees on Fridays? Rich people with nothing better to do, mostly. But we do have something better to do. Sarah's trusting us. We only have four, three, three days until Holmes and Watson get back. And we need to not only discover the who, but also the why, when, where, and how. But thankfully not the what. No need to find the jewels, so that's a bit of a leg up. No, but if we can, that'd be a great bonus for Sarah. A bonus we absolutely can achieve with the two greatest detective minds on Baker Street. Currently. Two greatest detective minds currently on Baker Street, sure. James, we need you. I understand, Hampton. Really, truly I do, which is why I'm going to leave you with the best of my conjecture. Based on the details in Sarah's story and my working knowledge of the London elite, I think it stands to reason that the Crimea family jewels were stolen from the Crimea estate. There's your where. That's one-fifth of the mystery to me. What's the matinee? Marriage of Figaro at the warehouse. Fun. A bit edible for me, but Archie loves his farces, and if I play my cards right, he'll be moustache-free by the end of the night. Oof, Godspeed. That thing looks like four raisins trying to escape a bowl of porridge. Exactly! Hampton complimented it earlier. This is why I have a hard time accepting compliments. But we only have three days! And the fact that some of them happen to fall on the weekend is earth-shatteringly unfortunate. I'll join you for whatever snooping you want to do tomorrow, preferably between... Uh, let's say, 11 and 3. But that's only one-sixth of one of the days! Well, since you don't want to take advantage of the weekend, as I like to say, then fine. Because I love you, because I know how much this means for us, and because I'm sure my own cooking will have me up by then anyway, I will see you at 9am tomorrow, because you and I, detective, are going to catch a jewel thief. Huzzah! I believe in us! Ta-ta! So, does this mean we can go harass this cheesemonger now?
Fox and Stallion by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. Part three, the case of the ticking clock. Well, okay, looks like it's just you and me, Madge. What literature do we have on London's richest families? Right, I'll get the Dickens. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what now? Do you think whoever framed Eliza Fletchley knows we're on the case? Oh, God, Hampton, it's like your mother used to say, keep your excitement to yourself. Evening edition, ma'am. Oi, what have I told you about pelting shit at my door? The paint's starting to chip. Sorry, ma'am. Little urchin. Is it the Times? Nah, the standard. Ah, rubbish then. I don't know, Hampton. You may want to take a look at the front page. Chambermaid caught in Crimea case causing cruel jewel caper. Damn it, Madge, it's made the press. And with inconsistent alliteration. I guess that makes it news. We can't be stuck here leafing through census charts and mediocre literature now that it's made the citywide news. We need to be on the streets. Boots on the ground, climbing over fences, true detective activities. Right, but it's not like we should just go bang on the doors of the crime area state tonight, demanding information on a case they think is closed. <gasps> why not, Madge? I say why not. I'll get our coats. I haven't been to a matinee in ages. Lucky bastard. Excellent work, James. Thank you, James. Cheers. Ah, look at this. A Friday matinee, my partner searing salmon bareback without even the slightest concern of getting showered with ripping hot butter. Happy day. You know, you really don't deserve this. I never said I did. And I'll have you know, I have cooked shirtless more times than I've read a good novel in the last year. The butter obeys. Ow! Shit! Oh, was that... Was that the butter? Obeying? Yes. It appears I've been basted. You should get a shirt. I'm going to get a shirt. Would you mind watching the... Not at all. Madge. Madge. This is the estate. Why are you whispering? Shh. To keep a low profile. Do we need to go over our plan of attack? Are you serious? We had this whole walk. I'm thinking maybe. I'm the son of someone in the House of Lords. And you're... My faithful wife. What do you think? Why am I faithful? Because we're married. Yeah, but I actually am married and I'm not faithful to my husband. Hmm, fair point. All right, pivot. How about you're having an affair? I don't know about it, but I've got my suspicions. Yes. Perhaps you found a note in ladies' writing in my clasp, and you know it can't be from me. Well, you don't like poetry. Not since my father, a former poet, left me and my five brothers and sisters for life in the big city. Which, Which is, is why, why I married, married you. me. You thought marrying up would afford you the resources needed to find your father again. Aww. Right, but I don't think I know that yet. I just act out in horrible ways, not knowing why. Hence the, the affair. affair! But the poetry on the note from my mistress is making me think... Is this worth it? Is she worth stepping out on my marriage for? And I'm planning on confronting you tonight, once we get home. Because I was stepped out on once before and I made a promise to myself it would never happen again. Oh, 
And the person who stepped out on you is the woman you're stepping out on me with now. Yeah! Nancy. Nancy Braxton. The tart. Yes! I feel good about this. All right. Ready? As I'm going to be. I'm nervous. Oh, no. It's exciting to feel something, isn't it? Hello. Welcome to the Crimea Estate, where all your dreams are just... Hello, miss. Thank you for that lovely greeting. My wife and I were wondering if we might speak to the proprietor of the estate. Miss Hazarak, the evening solicitors are here again. Yes? Who is it? What do you want? Let's try this again, knowing my questions aren't rhetorical. Hello, this is the Crimea Estate. Do you have the correct address? Yes, yes, my wife. And I do have the correct address. Uh, we, if I can level with you for a moment, we're not in the best place, maritally. It's been, I tell you, it's been quite hard. So, how can I help you? Are you married? No. Well, perhaps you've avoided the turret spray, then. Perhaps indeed. So, how... I just don't understand why she doesn't love me anymore. Oh, here he goes. I'm just trying to speak my case. You're the one always saying I need more friends. To get you out of the house. Jesus, if he's not eating in the breakfast nook, he's sitting in a wingtip by the fire. It's depressing. Maybe I just want you to ask what's wrong. Maybe I didn't get into a marriage to play games. Oh, yeah. Then why did you get into this marriage? To... Okay, 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 stop. What exactly can I, or the Crimea Estate, do for you? Because we are definitely not a counselling centre as much as I would like us to be. Right, right. Well then, can we come inside? No. Well, okay, thank you for your time. Come, dear. And don't you dare try to come to any of our open houses tomorrow at 9am. I know your faces now. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? That if she actually didn't want us to come to the open house, she wouldn't have included all of those specific details. Yes. And we'll need some disguises. Mmm. 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 Can I just say, I am so glad we had sex before dinner. <laughs> well, I know how you inspectors like to turn in early. What time is it? Nine o'clock. Oh, perfect night. I'd like to say, I think I cooked the shit out of that salmon. Can I get a hooray for me? Oh, absolutely. There was an excellent fishiness in it tonight that I'm not sure you've ever obtained before. Facetiousness is not your strong suit, Inspector. You know you're not the first person to point that out in the last couple of days. Well, whoever that is, tell them they're in good company. Is this your way of saying the other inspectors aren't enjoying your sparkling sense of humor on your first big week of investigation? Well, no, but I suspect I will win them over before the decade is out. You still haven't told me what the case is, by the way. Anything exciting? Oh, yes. The case of the eight-hour sleep, a twisted tale of mental and physical exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> no, the real one. Come on. Is this a, this night is about you, so I'm feigning interest because it's the polite thing to do thing, or an, I bet I can solve your case over the dinner table like Holmes and Watson thing? I don't do that.
Well, you haven't solved one yet, but it's very cute when you try. Well, I think that's a bit unfair. Oh, God, no, no, James, I didn't actually mean... No, no, I'm ribbing you, I don't... Yes, no, obviously, I know you're joking. <laughs> so, Madge, what did we learn? Always have a reason for your characters to be where they are. Yes, exactly. Anything else? The Crimea estate doesn't give a shite about marital strife. Exactly. The cold, calculating, a formidable adversary. And that the house will be open to guests tomorrow. Yes, what do you suppose that's about? I don't know. Weekend thing, maybe? Cheers. Cheers. So, Jonathan Crimeria. In a way, London's very own Miss Havisham. Miss Havisham is rich, yes? She lives in a bloody mansion. Next question. Now, we don't want to profile, Madge. Not all mansion owners are wealthy, just like not all apartment renters are poor. I'm poor. Right. You're poor. Right. James is rich. And rich James is the one who rents our poor flat. You've proven my point. Ha! Another. I'm doing another. Yes, thank you, Madge. This is going to be a long night. For just the two of us. Now, if it wasn't due to my accurate criticism of the smoky eye on Lady Hastings at the Governor's Ball, you never would have busted that unlicensed escort service. So, that's what, eight that I've solved? If we're keeping an accurate count, that's five you've assisted on, mainly through pithy comments and mescaline logic. And three, I'm fairly certain you just made up. I'm not sure that makes you an untouchably journeyed detective. Uh, sorry, let me just check. What is it that you think Hampton and I do all day? A mixture of physical training and drinking, I assume. Well, that's not what we did today. All right, what did you do today? Well, now I don't want to tell you. Why not? Because maybe for a portion of the day, you were right. Oh! Oh, God forbid I have a correct deduction from time to time! Yeah, but, but then I'll have you know, we got a case. What, you did? Yes, we did. A real one. A real girl came into my real flat and dropped in our laps a real juicy bucket of mystery. But why didn't you mention it before? Well, the intention was there after the matinee and the sex and the apparently terrible dinner. Fishy doesn't mean bad. Doesn't it? All right. All right. I love you. I am sorry for uh, insulting your cooking and, and whatever else I said. Why don't you run the case by me? Maybe another set of ears will help. Oh, that's very sweet, Archibald, but I don't really need your help, actually. Hampton, Madge, and I will be able to get along just fine. In fact, they're on the case right now, because we're on a ticking clock, and I'm sure they're uncovering quite the conspiracy. Oh, fucking hell. Yes! What is it, Madge? What did you find? It's turned. The bottle of Chateau de Maure that Martha got me for our first anniversary. It's gone to shit. Good God, woman. I thought you'd found a clue. The last physical gift that woman ever gave me turned sour before I even had time to enjoy it. I'd say I got more than a clue. I got a fucking sign from God. What? No. Madge, tonight is not about wine or whining. Tonight is about focus. Intense focus, just like Holmes does. We can't go to Sarah empty-handed. Come on, I need you here. Yeah? Well, I'm pretty well convinced myself I'm dumped, so I need to take a night for me and get drunk. 
Oh, it's so bad. You've got to try it. No, come on now. Can't think that way. You're a strong, worthwhile, personable woman. The third word you'd use to describe me is... personable? No. Right. I'm gonna go walk into the Thames. Thanks for nothing. I'm being honest. This is what friends do, yes? I mean, I was the best man at your and James's sham wedding. No, Archie was the best man at my sham wedding. Well, that doesn't count. Why wouldn't it count? Everyone knows that when you have a sham wedding so you can live in a domestic partnership with your titled best man, the actual best man is the next highest ranking member of the wedding party that you're not sleeping with. Ha! I think in that case, technically, I was the best man. Damn. All right, fine. You can feel sorry for yourself. I know and I will. But... Just for tonight. Ugh. Madge. I know you're right. I just hate it. And I'm sorry. Now, why don't you help me scour the bookcases? First, you've got to try the wine. You've just been shouting about how bad it is. I know. It'll make me feel better. Right? Oh my god. It's bad! Why is there a crunch? Does it taste like there's a crunch? Ask Martha. Now, what are we looking for? Clues. Madge, we're looking for something that points us in the direction of clues. James, just stop this and tell me. I can't. There's such a thing as detective confidentiality. I know for a fact that is not a thing. Well... It certainly seems rich that you expect me to just hand over the extremely sensitive and rather salacious details of my hard-earned case so you can deign to offer me the crumbs of your police-sanctioned genius as help, but won't even give me an inkling of what you've been working at all day. Because there is such a thing as police confidentiality, James, and I have to respect that. Look. If you're not going to tell me, can we please just get ready for bed? I've been in a foul mood all day, and these past few hours, before we started talking about cases, were so nice. Well, let me take some of that off of you. Look, it... I'm sorry, I wish I could tell you more, but... It's my first case as Inspector, James. You know how hard it was for me to get where I am. I have to be careful. I have to do this right. And besides, it's not even particularly interesting. They're only calling it high profile because there are rich men involved. Hey. Rich men that are, unfortunately, not also good men like you. You know, I put in for the homeless disappearances. I thought I could help out, but no. Too serious for a freshman inspector. I swear to God, sometimes I hate the police. I'm sorry. I know. Me too. Come here. You know I do love you, Inspector. And I you, Detective. If I were to tell you about our case, would you perhaps consider... Mustache stays, darling. Worth a shot. So, the girl with the case. Yes! All right! Lay it on me! Sarah is her name. She came to us about this jewel heist sort of thing, which is perfect for us, you know? Exactly the sort of case we should be out there solving. It's flashy, it's sensational, it's low stakes, or at least that's what we thought. 
turns out her mother was actually arrested, well, falsely arrested for the theft, and we have to exonerate her before Monday, or she'll be hanged for a crime she didn't commit. Fantastic, right? I mean, what a debut! Sarah... Fletchley? The same. Great guess. How did you know? Okay. That was a fun pause. Why does James have all the old newspapers? Because he pays for the newspapers. I pay for the newspapers too. Right. Topper? Yes. James pays for the standard. I pay for the times. Then where'd you put the times? I don't know. It's probably in the bin by now. Well, that answers the question then. God damn it! We need something here, Madge. Anything. We can't just be sitting in a tornado of information and not find out a single thing. Well, that's not true. We've figured out where you put the times. You know, this is just like him. Ever since I've known James, he always gets exactly what he wants and too bad for the rest of us. Do you think John Watson leaves Holmes in the middle of a case for date nights? No! He rushes out in the country alongside him, and he just got married! Well, there's probably other reasons for that ranked priority list. It's like you get hit by one carriage and the rest of your life is all peaches and gravy and the newspaper. I just... No, Hampton. Clarity. What's all this, then? Focus. Madge. You should try it. Sherlock Holmes never shows anger, never shows fear, just pure, unwavering poise and focus. We need to remember that. Yeah, but he's also a bit of a knob. If he wasn't a bit of a knob, do you think he'd be as good at solving mysteries? I think not. Sure excuses a lot. And so it must be with James. Because he may pay for this apartment, and he may steal our spirits, and he may be a bit of a knob. But he's our bit of our knob, which is why he's such a brilliant detective. Right. But how do you know James is a brilliant detective exactly? Because I'm an excellent detective, and we can sniff out our own. So does that mean you think I'm an excellent and or brilliant detective? I suppose you are a bit of a knob. Something must have rubbed off. It wasn't Martha. I can tell you that right now. Hey, you listen to me and you listen good. I don't want to hear that woman's name come out of your mouth for the rest of the night. Do you understand me? Every time you say it, it's just a reminder of what you don't know and what you don't have. And you can't live your life focused on what's outside that window. So every time you want to say the M-word's name, any time at all, just remember that she doesn't have what you and I have right here and now. A purpose. I mean, she does have a son, but I guess that can't be your whole life. You know what I mean. <sighs> Ma... M... Lady. <clears throat> My lady. That's ironic. Always complain about the fold-up maps of London in the Gazetteer. Could be a good place to start. No, Madge. Great place to start. We can hang it up over the golem map. Now, hand me that gazetteer. And that brandy. Sarah Fletchley came to see you. Yes, do you know her? And she's sure her mother is innocent. How? I'm having a very hard time gauging your tone here. Are you angry? Just answer the question, James. No, we already said I love yous. That means we're not fighting anymore. So, 
Right, so Sarah Fletchley is so sure of her mother's innocence that she came to you. Well, she actually came to visit Holmes and Watson. It was funny, we were actually- She went to Holmes and Watson! Why? That's what I said. But Hampton put on some act about being the understudies and coming out of the basement or some other some such. I couldn't really follow. You know how he gets when he's excited. Anyway, she came to us and asked us to save her mother from being hanged for stealing the Crimea jewels. And her mother wouldn't happen to be named Eliza Fletchley, would she? That sounds right, but honestly, I'm not sure. You didn't ask! I didn't think it was important. You're supposedly solving her case! Sure, but we don't need to get every little detail right off the bat. These first meetings are more like consultations. James, James, this is very important. Does she have any evidence to prove her mother's innocence? All she said was her mother loved the Crimerias, and there's no way she would ever do something like that. Honestly, I wouldn't even consider it an alibi, more of an attestation of her character. Anything else? No! Actually, wait, she did say the, um, the keys. The ones to the chest that they said she nicked, she never had. Apparently her mother is getting up there in age, so to speak, and pickpocketing may have been a stretch. Oh, God. Excuse me, where are you going? I need to get to Scotland Yard. What? Why? Because, James, that is the exact feeling I got from her when I arrested her last night. When... Sorry, you arrested her? We told her we were the police, and she was under arrest, and she thought we were taking her to her senior league Stucker tournament. Oh, for God's sake. You made the arrest. You're the officer that didn't even bother to interview Sarah about her mother. How could you do that? How could you arrest someone if you don't know that they're guilty? Because it was my first case as lead inspector, the second richest man in London was breathing down my neck, and she was identified by Crimea's bodyguard. So you just took their word for it? You didn't even know her name! Well, that's different! Oh god, I may have arrested a completely innocent woman. Oh my god. Alright, uh, hey, it's alright. Just let me get Hampton and Madge so we can all go- James! No, 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 James, I don't think that's a good idea. But we're working on the same case. Yes, except I am working on it in a legal capacity, and- Private investigation is legal! But you are not a private investigator! James, I love you, and you do so much good, so much. You are the best partner I could ask for. You plan thoughtful evenings, you make me smile at the end of a hard day, you cook pretty good meals that never taste the same way twice. So you think I'm only of use as, what, a cook? That is not what I'm saying at all, but it is a part of your talent. There's nothing wrong with that. You cook beautifully, you live Beautifully. You brighten up every room you're in. You already make the world a better place. This is how I'm trying to do the same. You know what? You're right. Go ahead, I'll be here when you get back. All right, I do love you, James. And are you, Inspector? Right. Well, fuck that. James, what are you doing here? Put the kettle on, Hampton. We've got a goddamn mystery to solve. Fox and Stallion is written and directed by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. This episode was sound designed by Sarah Buczynski and original music was composed by Baldemar. This episode featured Jeremy Thompson as Hampton Fox, Chris Visaraga as James Stallion, Katie McLean Hainsworth as Madge Stallion, Sean Fouch as Archie Cartwright, 
Tina Munoz Panja as Sazerac, Jess Ridenauer as Kate, and Evan McQuistian as the newsboy. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website, 224BBaker.com. Join us next time for part four The Case of the Associates of Gentlemen. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly? Besides dance with strangers. I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a, a postman. Weird, right? Miss Cloutier? What is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you? It seems like a lot. Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just hold this tube over your stomach. We are so loud. Ow! Yeah, this is gonna hurt. What? Nothing! Ah! Ah! The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sada, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raul. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.